Welcome to Beyond the Pink Cloud, the podcast where we talk about moving forward in our lives through recovery and navigating the world with grace, ease, and humor. We've got tools and strategies from the experts to help you live with less stress and increased ease. Let's get into today's episode. again, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Beyond the Pink Cloud. We have a fantastic guest today, Miss Jess Jubeau. She is the founder of A Sober Girl's Guide, and we have a really fun conversation. Jess is an awesome person to talk to, just a delight, and one of those guests where it really feels like you have a nice, easy exchange, and I hope those are as fun to listen to as they are to record. She also has a lot of really good practical ideas on sobriety. And she gave me a giveaway, which is really exciting. So if you like the episode and you like Jess and you want to utilize some of her techniques, she is a planner. And so she has a sober plan of action workbook and journal giveaway. So if you're interested in that, that giveaway is going to be in the Facebook group, the self love project, and you can join that group. You can click the link in the show notes and we will do more information about that in the group. So I'm pretty excited. It's a great workbook and she offers a lot of really practical tools and strategies. And I like that she has, you know, kind of calendars and workbooks and things like that. So if, if your brain works in those ways and you'd like support around your sobriety from that angle, then definitely check out this free giveaway. And I hope that everyone's doing okay in the quarantine. I am continuing to offer a daily ritual practice right now for the for the time being. Again, I don't really know how long. It depends on on quite a few things. And like everyone else, this uh, I'm in this time of uncertainty. So we'll we'll see. And then coming up the week of May 4th, I'm offering a 30-day course of sober and calm. So if if you've done the five day sober and calm and you've found benefit for it, I really invite you to check out this course. It is, yeah, it's 30 days. And one of the things I started doing to make this a better experience for everyone and a more individualized experience for everyone is to go ahead and include with the price of that course, a one-on-one call with me for an hour at the beginning so that we can really take a look at what are you working with and what are, you know, what are your top priorities for how you can feel better in your life around managing anxiety or stress or relationships or really with your sobriety. Um, All of these things are fair game. And that way, as you participate in the course, you'll know that you have this individualized track that you can follow along with the group program. So if you're interested in that, I'll put a link for that too in the show notes. I've been getting a lot of great feedback about the sober and calm. And it's so important, you know, because I think the thing is these tools are so easy to use and just having the reminder of like, oh, hey, I could spend five minutes a day doing this or five minutes here and there as I need it throughout the day and completely change how I'm feeling and completely change how I'm approaching my day, my relationships, my life. And I just, I think it's important. I know it's important for me to remember that we all have access to these things. And as much as I can share these tools that are that are easy to use in that work, I will continue to share them and you know scream them from the rooftops or from my Facebook videos and my podcast. So definitely check that out if you're interested. And otherwise we'll just keep bringing up some, you know, some really good episodes. And I've got a few more really interesting guests that will be coming out here soon. And enjoy this episode and interview with Jess. She really was so much fun to talk to. And I'll see you next time. Thanks again for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, leave us a review. It really does help the podcast. And I appreciate you listening so very much. Thank you. 
Hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Beyond the Pink Cloud. This is your host, Dr. Alice Kirby. And with me today, I have Jessica Jubo. She is a certified life coach. And then she is also the mastermind behind A Sober Girl's Guide, where she has a blog, she has a podcast, and a ton of other recovery information and programs. So we will let her tell us about, about everything she has to offer. Hi, Jess. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I'm stoked to talk yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You, yeah, please. After you. <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to ask if you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Your, um, yes. how, long, how long have you been doing a Sober Girls Guide? Um, oof, that's a good question. I thought not that long, but then I was reminded. It's, you know, time flies when you're having fun. I'll tell you that. Indeed. Yeah. Um, so I guess when I really got everything sorted out, it's been two and a half years. Um, and then I've been fully, blissfully sober for three years now. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. It took me a while to get there, to come around and find the value in sobriety. Just 10 years, no big deal. Um, <laughs> You're doing but, research. Yeah, exactly. Trial and error. So you don't have to. Uh, so yeah, it's, it just really stuck and I felt really confident. And then I guess I was kind of going through I, you know, I, I've, I've been in and out of AA and for, you know, the past 10 years, just that does just wasn't working for me. Um, mm. I'm a very forward thinking, like positive person and AA I felt didn't foster and nurture those qualities that I needed. Um, so I kind of came up with my own situation and, you know, I'm a self-help junkie. I, I love it. And I'm also... Um, I have a very short attention span, so I just kind of came up with my own formulas and methods and, and uh, ways to go about things, and A Sober Girl's Guide was kind of born along, along those lines. I love it. Um, yeah, I think it's so awesome that you just created what you needed and then were yeah. able to, to take these things that I'm assuming that you found what worked for you or yes. you, pu you pulled from different things that worked for you and then use that to create some of your programs and to create, you know, the, the, I guess the foundation for a sober girl's guide. Yeah, absolutely. And I think actually what kind of rounded this whole experience out was was going back to school and uh you know getting my coaching certification because yes of course things worked for me but also I wanted to learn you know how other people learn or or techniques that that um I didn't I wasn't aware of or didn't work for me you know so to be more well-rounded and to have a different perspective and to stay neutral. I think that is mm. a really hard thing to do. You know, we're people, we have emotions, we have opinions. And I think um, what my training did was really help me to, to just stay, stay neutral and to, to listen and go off of that and be, provide services that um, people need and, that work for them. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with sobriety. There's, mm -hmm. there are a lot of different programs and there's a lot available. And when people are 
asking me and I like to give resources, I'll say, you know, it just needs to be something that works for you because if it's not working, then, then that doesn't, it's great if you like it, but if your goal is to get sober and you're doing something that's not working, whether that's, you know, there's so many different things, Dharma recovery or AA or right. a program like yours, um, you know, is it actually helping and working? Absolutely. And yeah. That's the bottom line, I think. And, and it's awesome that there are so many different things. I love, mm-hmm. I love what, what you're doing and um, like some of the other programs that are out there. I know Laura McCallan's got some mm-hmm. like online meetings she's doing right now. And I'm like, that's just so cool just to jump in and offer these things that people need who are looking for alternatives to recovery, because I know there's a lot of women and a lot of young women, I'm sure young men too. I just work with women personally. So I always Mm -hmm. tend to have that, that female focus, but they're, they're looking for these alternatives and other ways that we can practice sobriety or experiment with sobriety. So, right. um, And I, and I agree, you know, different strokes for different folks. Um, You know, we're not just, we're not, all uh, we we're all different shapes and sizes and so you know what may work for you may not work for me and that's okay and I think that is what keeps you know this this discussion and and having these different options this is what we need more of there is no right or wrong way to go about this Um, in fact I think that's what keeps people sick you know telling them oh there's just one way to do this and if you don't fit into that way then there's something really wrong with you. And that's even more troubling. And, you know, 10 years ago, because I'm just such an old timer over here, um, <laughs> there wasn't all these options, you know? Yeah. Like, there was nothing. You didn't even talk about this. Like, it's just amazing how in a couple years, um, this whole beautiful movement has really come to fruition. Yeah. It's cool. And it's, um, it's so needed. And I love that the conversation about alcohol and about drinking is just, it's starting to shift and we're starting to recognize like, oh, maybe it's not so normal to be poisoning ourselves on a daily basis. And that's (laughs) the way that we have fun is to black out and not remember shit. Like that's our socially accepted idea of fun, like poison ourselves and like to the point where we can't remember anything. And now we're in danger. Like that's fun. That's what we're supposed to be doing. It's so insane when you think about it. Right. Or to like inebriate yourself to the point where you say shit that you like regret and burn bridges and burn relationships and just completely make a mess of your life. But that's just a Friday night. Okay, cool. Yeah. And no. it's, it's, yeah, it's so normalized. And I think even yeah. if there's people who are like, well, I don't drink that way and I don't have that issue. And that's mm-hmm. great. I mean, there's certainly normal drinkers and God bless them. Like my boyfriend yeah. could leave a six pack of beer in the fridge for like weeks. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know that beer's there? And he's yeah, like, what's yeah, wrong with you? <laughs> I don't feel like drinking it. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do think there's this thing where it, it's like the only way to have fun or it's this mm-hmm. like socially prescribed way to have fun. I'm really glad that we're starting to have a conversation that it's it's not. It's in fact, it's kind of more fun and more interesting to find other ways to enjoy ourselves and to fill our time and to create yeah. relationships that are based on things other than just like, hey, let's get together and drink. Totally. Yep. I agree. Awesome. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Or else you're out of here. You're gone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Of course not. How long was your coaching program? Um, Well, it was self-paced. It was online. Uh, I think it was 
they recommended maybe a year. Um, but I am an, an overachiever and I think I did it in six months. Okay. Because I really I thought, loved it. Like I really, awesome. I couldn't get enough. I really, really enjoyed myself. What's one of the biggest things that you learned or that you took from the program that you started applying and that you continue to, to apply to your, your, um, your groups and your courses? I think, and I, and I think in any kind of situation or, or um, opportunity to learn something, listening. <laughs> I know it sounds really simple, but like just listening. You don't need to fill the space with talking, but actually listening with zero assumptions, hmm. zero like objections or, you know, point of view, just listening and being a sounding board. It sounds really easy, but it's, it's difficult. Like I've had to bite my tongue more than a few times. Uh, but I think the more that I practice that and the more that I, I use and, and take opportunities to really listen, I, I just learn so much. I, I just love it. It's just a never ending, like, oh, wow. Like, if you actually listen to someone and not, not listen to them to respond, mm -hmm. I think it's, a, it's an interesting experience. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I want to pause before I respond after that. <laughs> Are you listening to me? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I love yeah. it. Um, and I, I do somatic experiencing work. So I work a lot with the nervous system mm. and, um, I don't say this because I wasn't listening to you and I want to talk about me now, but this does relate. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put it in there. Um, yeah, but a, a lot of it is as I'm listening to people and because I work with trauma and, mm. um, you know, stress and anxiety and things like that around alcoholism, I'll, I'll try to like track what's happening in my own body for the sake of being present so that mm. I'm not like in this reactionary state to what someone's telling me. Um, Whoa. And it's like an, it's like active listening, but with also this internal awareness sense, but where I, I'm not getting lost in myself, but I'm mm. still listening. I don't know. It's a trip. I'm not sure why I brought that up, but wow. you made me think of it. Um, but it's cool to be able to like maintain presence and, and listen, I think, which is mm. what you were saying too, is just to hold space and to let the person talk. Yeah. And I think, you know, in our society, we're, we're really trained now to, to really let it out right and express ourselves but not a lot of people are trained in the art form of listening and being able to hold that capacity and space for people yeah I, and we need that we can't just be you know blurting everything out to everyone and who who thinks they can listen you know it's 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 hard to listen to just sit there and kind of take it hmm. it is yeah but it I like it. <laughs> I like it too. I'm down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what are some of the other, I guess, what are some of the other tools that you found, like when you were doing all your self-help work and you found things that, that really worked for you that you've been able to continue to use and that you've been able to like morph over into your programs and into helping other people. And, and I ask this because yeah. it looks like you use a lot of like habit and planners and things like that. So I'm, yeah. I'm curious if that was like something you found really useful and heck yes. I am a huge advocate for action 
yes, it is great to take in all this knowledge, but um, it doesn't really mean anything unless it's applied, right? Like knowledge is just, it's nice to read and, and take in all this information, but if you are not fit, actively um, implementing that into your life or taking action steps, it, it, what are you doing? It doesn't really do anything. It's you're kind of at a standstill. So, and that, that was, again, you know, going back to the AA thing, like I am a huge forward thinker. I love action. I love a good worksheet. I love a good journal. Um, I'm not always super creative. So that is why I, I created um, the Sober Plan of Action, which has prompts in there to, to get you thinking in a different kind of way. And so you can, it's almost just like answering questions. You know, you don't really have to, if it's hard for you to imagine or, or kind of get into um, a creative state, you don't even have to. You can just literally go through the motions and you'd be surprised of what, what comes out and how it changes your um, point of view and your perception and just all the good, good stuff that comes out. Uh, so I love the sober plan of action and I just love writing like in general, mm -hmm. it just makes me feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Like, don't, don't you love a good just journal and just like let, just ripping it all out on a page? It's so great. Gets it out of your it's head too. Yeah. Oh. Which I think is huge. It's like that brain dump concept of let yes. me just get this out. I think it's frees up space for us to then be creative again or to yeah, Think about or, something else. Stop ruminating. Yeah, or stop being consumed by these thoughts, yeah. you know? It's just like day in and day out, we have so many thoughts going through our heads. We have, you know, the wine, our inner wine witch talking shit to us all day. You know, there's a lot of chatter in our heads. And I think for me, just putting pen to paper and just getting it all out, good, bad, the ugly, is such a... A relief and actually that's kind of how I started a sober girls guide um, it started off as a blog and I was just writing down you know tips and tricks that I that I had learned along the way um, thoughts and feelings that were you know happening um, earlier on in sobriety and you know this had been pff, my like 70 millionth time around the Sun mm. um, trying to do this uh, so just really writing it it down also help, kind of held me accountable um and then i guess people related to that and then social media hit and then podcast and yada 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 the rest is history so i i really stand behind journaling writing whatever form man it just it really works and it's cheap it's effective <laughs> <laughs> and you can do it anywhere you know, yes. even I sometimes even do it on a napkin or, you know, who knows, like any like scrap little piece of paper, I have to write it down. I'm such a like, oh, there's a shiny butterfly like type person. It, my, my thoughts are so fleeting. If I don't write it down, it's, it's gone. May come back around, but it is gone. <laughs> I like, um. I like that you have like the props and stuff too for writing, because I feel like mm. that makes it, because like you said, writing is so accessible and it's free and cheap, but there's still mm -hmm. can be resistance to it. 
Um, yep. I personally will have resistance to it and I love writing, but I will still just resist the crap out of sitting down with the journal sometimes. But I like yeah. the, I like the idea of prompts because then it's like, it's that one more step easier of like, I don't have to write a whole page. I could just answer this question and it gets your brain yeah. moving. It gets the pen moving on the paper. And then the next thing, you know, you're actually in yeah. the writing process instead of having to sit down with that blank sheet, which might be off putting for for some exactly, people. exactly. I mean, having that little bit of structure, mm. just yeah, it help it helps get get those thoughts out. You know, you don't have to just free ball it. <laughs> <laughs> no free balling here. No free balling. Yeah. <laughs> um, I keep wondering what a sign of no free balling would look like. Would it just be balls with like the circle and then a line through like, it. No. Yeah. Like or balls like swaying in the wind, like out of a like truck. With wings? Like with wings? God, I don't know. Clearly we need to get on that. Whoa. <laughs> We're missing out on a huge marketing opportunity there. Someone will have a shirt next week. Um, oh, also with the writing, I was curious hmm. too, if you found that like having those, the visual like actual representation of the progress or the relationship with alcohol. I'm not sure what your journal prompts are, but I would imagine yeah. some of it's maybe like progress that we made or are, are making. Like, I feel like that must help too, because then you have this actual written like history of, Oh, I do feel better. Or I do feel like this when I don't drink, or I feel, yep. you know, X, Y, and Z instead of depressed and hungover and crappy or whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've kept journals from years ago and it's like interesting to go back and and read that and like maybe some of the feelings are still the same, but also be like, whoa, I was in this place and then look how far I came. Look what I did in this year. I was talking about writing a book. I've actually done it. Like it is so rewarding. And also um, in the Sober Plan of Action workbook and journal there is a sheet that that tracks like your your habits and you know it is, is a visual tracker of of uh, where you are where you're going and it's really rewarding to see that and see all those boxes checked and highlighted and lit up however you want to fill the squares in it's really rewarding yeah that's great it does it gives mm. your brain that dopamine surge and it makes you want to keep going because you're like hey i did this i'm doing yep. it i'm making progress i think that's so smart yeah it's like that's step so by step you know mm -hmm. we're not this isn't a sprint this is you know just one foot in front of the other and i found that these tools were just really accessible they were yeah. easy to to wrap your head around and easy just to kind of jump into um and they work. <laughs> it just really worked. Yeah. And that's the mm -hmm. whole point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what, like, what made you want, I mean, it sounds like you just are driven towards self-help, but what made you mm -hmm. want to like take your sobriety and turn it into a business essentially and turn it into kind of a movement and this program and plan for other people? It sounds like this is just your personality. Um, yeah. I'm curious if there was anything that inside of you that was like, I have to share this. Um, I never had, and this was never my intention to have a business. Um, I literally, like I said, was doing it for me, doing these blog posts for me to get this stuff out of my head to maybe share on social media, some cool quotes that I love that day. Um, and it was great. It was just also, you know, 
like we were just saying, just the visual representation of seeing how far you've come. And I think that's what really helped me and held me accountable. And then, you know, it kind of picked up a little momentum and people were like, oh, this is cool. And other people felt the way I did. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. And then actually a friend of mine um, read my blog and she's like, you know, your blog's really great because I know you and I know your personality and I know you're like super cheeky. But if someone didn't know you, they would kind of think you were an asshole. I'm like, that is absolutely (laughs) correct. I am a bit of a cheeky asshole and I'm okay with that. Um, But she suggests, and she was right, you know, like writing a blog is, is very one dimensional. It's just up on the screen. You don't really hear my voice behind it. You don't, see the person I am and I'm very very sarcastic (laughs) Um, I'm very like full of humor and it just wasn't translating the way I wanted it to and so she she suggested doing a podcast and then I just that was it the floodgates were open I love doing the podcast because I like sharing the space and I like having guests on and just it's just been incredible um and you know like you know with any podcast it's nice to not do it alone (laughs) you know (laughs) writing can be kind of um isolating a little bit because it's just you talking to a computer screen or a piece of paper or whatever but the podcast was uh, is just amazing and i just am so grateful for it um And then I guess what was like social media kind of took off and that's really nice. Um, But yeah, I mean, I never really, I never really intended for it to be a business. Like I was a club DJ, like, Mm -hmm. come on. (laughs) I, I had no interest or no idea this was even a possibility. Um, but you know, I just kind of kept going. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, that feels good. Oh yeah, let's try that. And that's just what I did. I mean, I don't have this huge plan or grand scheme of things. Well, that's a lie, but, um, (laughs) uh, at this point I'm looking for my own talk show. So whoever's listening, um, (laughs) are you really, that's a fun plan. I would love to have my own talk show. Yeah. I would be like a mixture of now hear me out with this one. <laughs> a mixture of Oprah, Ellen, and Chelsea Handler. I could see that. Think about it. Think about it. From yeah. the brief time I've interacted with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, a little sassy, a little witty, and uh, helpful, I guess. Motivational. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I really, I have a lot of things that sound cool and sound like good ideas. Will they happen? Who knows? We're just going to keep going. Yeah, I mean, I I love that things just sort of fell into place and you started to take care of yourself. And then I love that your friend was super honest with you and got you into podcasting. How long has your podcast been going around for? Um, So I just figured this out that it was like two years. Awesome. Yeah, because I just had an interview today and I'm like, so it's been a year since we chatted. She's like, no, dude, it's been two years. I'm like, what? Already? Yeah, time flies, you know, when you're having fun. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, I think how that's long how has I've... your podcast been been up? Coming up on a year. So okay. yeah, it's getting close to a year. Which again, I'm like, really? Wow, it's been a year. Um, yeah, but it, it is. It's fun. You know, I really. It's one of my favorite things that I do. I love talking to people and. I yeah. think just to speak to what you said about like writing is so, you know, one dimensional and it's just me on the paper or you on the paper. Right. I love the interaction of, I would just was interviewed on a podcast right before this. And mm-hmm. like, I love getting the the questions, you know, as well as, I don't know, it's just the interaction. Like you're not quite sure what's going to happen or what they're going to ask. Um, yeah. I, I don't ever send out questions ahead of time. And I don't really like that. Me when too. Interviewed either. Yeah. I just like to talk. I'm like, let's see what happens. Yeah. But People it's, are like, no, I need to know the questions. I need structure. It's like, yeah, no, it's called improv. You have to <laughs> listen. No, it's true. And that's another perfect listening tool. Um, I've done uh, a lot of improv. I would say, well, I've had my fair share. Let's just say that. Um, and you cannot, you cannot complete a successful improv scene without listening to your partner because it will not make sense. It will not be funny. It will not it will not work. So that is a huge tool for listening. Improv is, is a beast. I love it. That's awesome. Have you done improv groups or are you currently in improv groups? I haven't found one in Vancouver. I've, I just moved to Vancouver like 10 months ago. Um, so I haven't found one here. I, when I was in LA, I was in a group called Improv for the People. Okay. Yeah. Amy Poehler writes about that in her book, I believe. Improv for the people? I think so. I think she mentions it. That one, it's pretty, I mean, it's getting more popular. Um, that one and Groundlings are, there's another one. She was the Upright Citizens Brigade. Oh, yes, the one yes, yes. She was really involved in. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole um, like slew of schools on Melrose. That's cool. It seems fun. It's so much fun. You would love it. I think you should try. I I used to like it like back in school. I was always really into improv and being on stage. I think that's why I like teaching and podcasts and I do a ton of live videos. I think part of it is I just really like the performance aspect of it. Yeah. Um, So I have to ask you, do you own wigs or dress up items? No. Oh man, you should I get into don't. that. I am <laughs> I not. I think you'd like that. I am not a dresser upper. Interesting. At like, no, I'm not like that kind of person. I mean, I like colorful stuff. Some, I'm just kind of getting into makeup. Like, I guess I'm just starting to be a woman. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> makeup doesn't make you a woman. I mean, I I'm mean, happy if I have on lip gloss. Yeah, like, but like, I'm talking like sparkly, like cool eyeshadow stuff um i'm either becoming a woman or a 15 year old tiktok star i don't know you choose uh (laughs) maybe maybe a little bit of both um yeah i'm not really like a huge costume person that's cool yeah Yeah, not everybody is um i definitely can be i used to have quite a collection i do really like wigs um yeah yeah, I like costumes. I, I don't okay. think I'm active in my costuming at the moment, but yeah, I enjoy putting on a costume and a wig and <laughs> strolling around and seeing what happens and who I meet. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun. That's amazing. Um, yeah. 
So I'm curious too, I'm curious about a couple things. And one of them, yes, uh, one (laughs) of them is like, so it sounds like you were trying to do sobriety for like 10 years and you Mm -hmm. said you had, you know, we're doing, trying to do AA and doing AA, but it wasn't quite fitting for you. Do you feel like there was like a moment or a point where things clicked or was it just, you started trying some kind of a new thing and then that gained traction over time? And if it was the second one, like, what do you feel like? really helped you to start gaining traction? Uh, I think it was definitely like something kind of clicked. I changed the way I thought about drinking. Um, When I was actively kind of going to AA, it was always bad. You know, Mm. if you drank, you're bad. If you, you know, thought about alcohol, like it was bad. It was just like a very negative like it was just like a place of lack, you know, around alcohol. And like, I would always be like, I can't drink. I can't do this. Da, 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 da. Like it just, it just didn't make me feel good. Hmm. Like all of it just didn't make me feel good. I'm like, well, what am I doing? Like, if it doesn't make me feel good, like what's the point? <laughs> yeah, um, truly. So when I, you know, the kind of, I guess my, my, my turnaround was when, my anxiety and my depression were just unmanageable. Um, I was missing work and I saw, I'm like, oh, this is how people become homeless. You know, I was a DJ, so I was the only source of income for me, myself, and my dog. And if I couldn't go to work, if I couldn't do gigs, then I wasn't making money. And I quickly saw like, okay, not making money. I can't pay my rent can't pay my rent. I'm going to be on the streets. So, you know, very point A to point B. Um, So when, you know, my anxiety was just out of control and like to the point where I felt like I was crawling out of my own skin, like just Mm -hmm. so horrible. And I kind of sat down with myself and did this, this kind of inventory of my life. I'm like, what actually makes me feel good or happy that I do in my day and it wasn't a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) like there really wasn't a lot of things and I'm like oh well that's duh that's why you're unhappy um I wasn't loving my job I was just doing it and going through the motions for the paycheck which was great but that is not the only reason why you should um do something it makes you feel really yucky over time it's not a good feeling um, and I felt trapped, you know, because I had kind of built myself up into the situation where if I didn't continue on this path that I was going, a lot of stuff was going to change. And I just wasn't ready for that. Um, so I just really had to look at what was more important. Like, am I going to just power through these anxiety attacks and maybe work or maybe not work maybe end up on the streets maybe not end up on the streets like you know it was just ridiculous like why am I doing these things that make me feel like shit and alcohol was kind of like the cherry on top but not the cherry it was like a bomb on top Mm -hmm. and it really amped up all these emotions and all these things that I was going through and made them so much worse and out of control and it had to go like it was just like this is not part of the healthy lifestyle that I want to be living 
this is not like alcohol is hindering literally all my life goals every single one of them it made every goal or feeling that i wanted to achieve unattainable so you know when i flipped it that way it was like oh i can't have alcohol it's like no why would you even want it you can't have da 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 da, da like a b c and d e f g if you have if you have alcohol like what are you actually going to pick you know like are you going to pick a life that you love and respect and feel good about or are you just going to continue to drink (laughs) i know it sounds like silly but that's kind of what it came down to and then were you did you have trouble quitting because i know a lot of times with addicts will get to a point of like hey Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to engage in this behavior but then there's that like addictive quality of oh i can't stop or "I, i i can't stop like did you experience any of that or had you just been through enough and tried enough things that you were like, no, this is, I, I can't stop. You know, at that, I mean, it was a long 10 years, right? Like I mm. would have, I would do like a couple weeks, a couple months, and then get right back at it because I didn't truly see the value in it. I didn't see the value in being sober. Um, so this time I gave myself 30 days, which I think is is really important just to kind of, experiment and you know forever is is really a debilitating word it's too much it's you know it's it's a mountain that i don't think is is needed to to attempt right now especially in the early stages um so i kind of like i just gave myself 30 days and i'm like okay this is how i want to feel this is what i want to do and to achieve that and like let's just see where we're at in 30 days no brush you know, mm-hmm. take it easy, baby. Um, <laughs> so that's what happened. And I'm just like, okay, this is good. I like this. Let's keep this going. Anxiety, depression, kind of like getting a little under control. I'm feeling good. I'm evening out. And then there was no looking back. That's no great. Way. Yeah. I think two of the things you said really, I, I think it's such good advice for anybody is the give yourself a 30 day time period and not forever. Or yes. Um, one of the best things a, a good friend of mine said to me when I was really struggling and, and was right before I got sober is he's like, why don't you just try it for six months? He's like, you can always go back to drinking, but maybe yeah. just give, give sobriety like a shakedown for six months. And that like, I could do that. You know, I was like, okay, I can, that totally. I can manage, you know, and I love that piece of advice. And I tell other people that all the time, like just give it 30 days, give it six months, whatever's manageable, but enough yep. time that your body is going to go through some of those changes so that you're going to feel better, which is the second thing I love that you said. It's like, once you start noticing that you're feeling good, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I want to continue this path. This is way better. Yeah. Like mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially. Yeah. Like, I'm not joking you. Like, this is no bullshit. Like it's all so much better so much better night and day better Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's hard to put into words how much better it is yeah i mean it's it doesn't doesn't do it justice it's like taking a picture of the moon yeah (laughs) from a camera (laughs) shit doesn't work (laughs) yeah (laughs) like oh look at the full moon it's like (laughs) cool 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 yeah (laughs) yeah 
what, uh, what are some of the ways that you were able to like identify what did make you feel good? Cause I think again, when people are in mm-hmm. that place of sort of shitty, like, uh, you not even then, but mm-hmm. especially then, but like day to day, like I often will talk to people about, well, when do you notice that you feel like yourself or when do you feel good? And a mm-hmm. lot of times it's sort of a, a reach for people to get to that point of like, Oh, this, this feels good or this makes me feel good. Or I feel, yeah you know, this way inside when I'm, you know, really feeling like myself, what are some of the ways that helped you to identify? Like, so I know you said you did that inventory that mm-hmm. helped you to really pinpoint like, ah, this thing right here, this is, this is some juice. Yeah, definitely. I think it's funny that you say that. Cause I think we're all, you know, so trained to figure out like what's wrong exactly. Or when something isn't right, like, okay, how do we rectify the situation? Mm-hmm. And these little, these little um, moments, you know, throughout our day, throughout our life that are like great and we feel good, um, just kind of float by. Yeah. And we, we take it for granted. Like Preach. we totally, totally do. So um, obviously gratitude last. Hello. Oh, that's great. <laughs> do you no, do it in that voice too? When you yeah. Do it? Totally. <laughs> This is my 15-year-old TikToker voice. Um, <laughs> do you have an alter ego that's on TikTok? <laughs> I absolutely do. And hold on. Side note, I'm not even joking you. I'm a tiny bit famous on TikTok. One oh, of my, snap. One of, my, one of my videos, not to brag. <laughs> no, <I'm> bragging. Um, <laughs> one of my videos was like, has like 620,000 views. Like, Damn. What? Why? It's like the stupidest video too. It's me creeping on my neighbors wanting their trampoline. Ooh, did you get the trampoline? I didn't. I, the video to see? I got I got the bad like they got a badminton set, so I got a bad like this is literally what the video is of my voice <laughs> being like I got a badminton, they got a badminton, and then they got a tramp. They literally just got a trampoline like last month. They went up me, and now I got to get a trampoline. Yeah. I mean, you should get a trampoline. Everyone should, if you have room for it. Yeah. Why not I just, have a trampoline? Get a bounce house. One up them with that. A bounce, a bounce house would be much better, I think. Um, I don't know. I always feel like I'm going to pee myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Too much. You could do some public floor stuff. Yeah. I'm getting real old. <laughs> it happens. It happens. There's ways I have a lot of, um, yeah. well, I have quite a few colleagues who are public floor physical therapists. So I'll sometimes I'll like text them. I'll be like, what do I yeah. do? Yeah, I, I kind of had to pee when I sneezed. They're like, "All right, you stop texting me this stuff. Go to my website." <laughs> but I know there's stuff you can do. Pelvicfloor.com. <laughs> yeah, it's out there. Tracy Share is a huge. She's got a thing called um, Pelvic Guru. She's awesome. Oh my god, she's that's amazing. Lady. Yeah, she's so smart, and she knows all about the pelvic floor. And yeah. I mean, it's good information for women. I keep trying to get her on my podcast. Tracy oh Share, if you're listening, please yeah. come on and talk about the pelvic floor. <laughs> See, there's different strokes for different folks. There's literally anything and everything out there. This is, yeah, it's important. Yeah, um, but, but that's cool that you're famous on TikTok. I didn't mean to just take away from your story. Yeah, that that's sounds, fine. <laughs> sounds, pretty, sounds pretty fun. I love it. I'm, I'm addicted. Status. I'm addicted to TikTok. I, it's great. The kids know what's up. You got to go with the kids. Um, 
what was the question? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think. Sorry. I think, uh, no, it's it's fine. Um, it's like you're just interacting with uh, with what makes you feel good. So yes. that was kind of the question: is like, how did you yeah. identify? Because we do skip over. This is like. One of the biggest things I talk about is like notice in your body what yeah. happens when you feel good because yes. we skip over it. We have that negative bias and we just want to jump on and jump on and jump on to the next thing. Yep. So well, totally. what are some ways you found helpful? Um, to, to really just be mindful. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but like even um, taking uh, a little reflection of the day and be like, oh, you know, what was what was my fondest moment of today or like what made me laugh today? Um, and it usually is being outside, being with people I love, you know, maintaining my relationships. And I feel like also if we're going to go one step further, it's paying attention to your values, you know, your core values and actually acting upon them every day. Cause nine times out of 10, those are going to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, living up to their values and taking action like how do you actively uphold your personal values i think that's really important it's a great great question yeah what are some of your personal values definitely family family has been really important um especially because i was living in la uh for 11 years away from my family and i'd see them maybe once a year um and I thought for the longest time that um, that was all I needed. You know, that was, you know, I didn't need anyone to support me. I was just so hell bent on not needing people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, pff, no, you need to debunk that situation because you need people. Yeah. Um, and then my relationships, like my relationship with my two roommates, they became my best friends. And that is, is so huge in my life. Having them and their support and I trust them. Like I can literally just say anything and everything to them. Do you know how freeing that is? It's, yeah. everyone needs that, needs those type of people in their lives. Um, it just makes it so much funner, you know? Easy. Life can get so freaking serious and it kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like annoying when it's too serious, especially yeah. when it doesn't need to be. It's like lighten. No. Oh. Everything can be lightened up. Like and I think also, you know, self-help has been so serious for such a long time. It's like if I see another self-help book that's in like muted kind of greens and grays <laughs> with a freaking dock leading out to a lake. Like, holy shit, dude. We get it. And it's like entitled, like, are you depressed? <laughs> don't, yeah. try, don't jump. Yeah. Oh, what like, with the cover of your, wait, do you have a book? You said you wrote a book. Yeah, man. Yes. Oh, what's your book called? I didn't know that. It's called you. Save Your Own Damn Life. Oh, I knew that was. So what's on the cover of your book? Um, it's just text. It's bright blue. Nice. And then it has um, yellow and like white. It's just like very bright. It's definitely something that Oprah would hold. oprah if you're listening (laughs) hey check this book out yeah check it out and it's called save your own damn life 
That's great. Yeah. That's so cool. You wrote a book. It's is it really fun? Is it like from some of your blogs or is it a memoir or tell, tell me more about it? No, your it's not a memoir because everyone is sick and tired of hearing shit about me. And so am I. Um, No, it's actually, uh, it's a self-help book and it goes through the four commitments that I use and practice every day. And actually that's what keeps me fulfilled and happy and, you know, on the right path. And I know they work because as soon as I stop doing them, shit breaks out. Like it just, it's a whole shit storm. So I know, I know it works hmm <laughs> good that's what yeah. you want yeah so but it's really funny and it has a lot of exercises in it like I'm I it has space to write like you know in self-help books when you're reading along and you're like it asks you a question you're like shit that'd be a great journal prompt and then you just keep on reading and you totally forget about it yeah well, in my book it is a journal prompt and there is space for you to write it all out that's smart. It's, it's almost like you're kind of like helping write the self-help book yourself. By yourself. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So it's really fun. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it is. I would like that because I know exactly what you mean, right? Or I'll listen to stuff and I'm like, oh, I need yeah. to go back and find where it said that. And I, I never do. Yeah. No, you never do. And that's my whole like thing. Like, yes, all this knowledge is great, but like knowledge without Action. you know, action or implementing these things that you are reading or learning. It's just like, it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. Yeah. So a hundred percent action Jackson. Action Jackson. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, the end of the day, I'm on my bouncy ball. Um, <laughs> what do you get uh, a lot of pushback from other recovery programs from like AA or other 12 step things? I'm always curious about that when people are kind of forging mm. a new way in recovery, if you get some haters or yeah, pushback or what that's been like for you. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yes. In the beginning, I think I got a ton of hate mail. Like the haterade was just being passed around like nobody's business. That's right. Um, it was horrible. Like I actually got like death threats, like people telling me that I should go die and that really? I'm disgusting. Yes. Was it people you knew from like your no. own time in the 12 step world or just people from the internet? No, just internet, like, you know, randos. Um, but I also think I don't really get it as much now. Like maybe I'll get like the odd, you know, comment, like, great, whatever jeff 669 like okay <laughs> um who has like a profile picture of like a dragon like you know with a sword like Rrr. okay uh, <laughs> um but like i also didn't really know what i was doing you know i didn't really have a point of view i didn't really take a stance i didn't have conviction i i wasn't really standing for anything so it was kind of easy i was a target for people to just be like ew gross no die Mm -hmm. you know um but now you know i think it's pretty clear um and correct me if i'm wrong um of what i do and where i want to what i'm you know out here to do and help people and where that leads you where it takes you um so i'm pretty pretty transparent i think for the most part it seems clear yeah, except you didn't know about my book. So what the hell? Got to get That's on. That's my fault. A horrible interviewer over here. <laughs> no, I maybe feel it... bad about myself now. No. <laughs> no, maybe that wasn't. I don't know. Well, maybe I need to improve the links or 
you know, who knows? Who knows? Um, you know, always working to help and get better. That's what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So I just feel like now I have more, I'm definitely more confident. I know where I'm going. I know where I'm, you know, leading people to. And uh, I feel great about it. That's awesome. And if you don't like it, guess what? There is a mute and there's a block button and I'm more than happy to use it. Exactly. And it's like, you know, if you don't relate to what I'm saying, don't, don't yeah. come visit my, don't do my stuff. There's yeah. options for everybody. Yeah. Like peace. You can carry on and you don't have to follow me. It's like, we all have options, Pippo. Yeah. yeah <laughs> definitely. Time could be better spent um, from being hateful. Yeah. Uh, that's really never well spent time. <laughs> well, it was awesome to talk to you. Do you have anything going on currently or anything you want to pitch or anything you'd like to just say to the people out there that <laughs> that may not be uh, as familiar with you as your audience is? Yeah. I mean, I always have stuff going on. Um, every Wednesday I have orchestrated a little, uh, it's called Happier Hour and it is a Zoom meeting and we t we get a, a lot of women from all around the world and we just get on our computers with our favorite mocktails and chill and hang out um and talk um and then there is some you know like moderation and you know tips and tricks in there um but it's really about just about coming together and talking to other sober women and it's kind of cool because they're all over like all around the world so that happens every Wednesday. Uh, you can go and sign up to be a part of that. I've noticed that I really have to, I've really been um, on like the privacy aspect of it because I don't know if you've heard, but people have been like breaking into people's Zoom meetings. Yeah. There's been like penises. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. yeah. So, so I really um, like groom that and make sure that it's like, you know, just us ladies, just having mocktails. Um, so I do require you to like sign up with your email and verify that you're a real person and stuff like that. Um, just to, you know, protect everyone. So that can be, um, uh, I believe it's on my Instagram. The sign up link is there. Um, maybe I should put it on my website too. Mental note. Um, and then I also have a really great, you know, speaking of 30 days, um, a little 30 day program called 30 days to gain. And it'll, it's a program that is delivered to your email every morning. You'll get um, motivation, inspiration, and education delivered right to your email. And you will get two worksheets because you know, my name, my middle name is action. Um, and that's a really, really great, easy, accessible way to, you know, dip your toe into going booze free. Yeah. That sounds so, so helpful, especially yeah. with the worksheets. Yes. Oh my God. The worksheets are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and all tons of like stuff going on. There's always, you always got something fun, you know? Good. I mean, that keeps life interesting. Yeah, man. And uh, I'll put all your links and everything in the show notes. So if people want to go check out um, Justice Wednesday night, happier hour, that sounds really yeah. fun. I actually oh, and have this Wednesday is my Ooh. birthday. Oh, so it's extra oh, happier. I forgot hour? to tell. Yes. Do you yes. really need the bouncy castle? Like immediately. 
my god i would <laughs> die that and an ice cream cake and we're off to the races the yeah that sounds good oh my god so actually on this wednesday i don't know when you're going to release this episode but on this wednesday um we have a giveaway from ritual who is a fantastic company who makes all these beautiful non-alcoholic spirits they have a non-alcoholic gin non-alcoholic whiskey and they just launched a non-alcoholic tequila wow that's Uh, crazy i didn't even know stuff like that existed they are beautiful they're so good and they don't make you want to drink they don't like spur any cravings or anything like that i mean listen check your intention right Check, check your intention before you know um consuming one of these products but they are just great they're really, really interesting. Just really great flavor profiles. And hmm. just, I love the bottles, you know, I'm, a, I'm the ultimate consumer. So I love the marketing and all mm-hmm. that jazz. Um, yeah. So they're going to be giving away a bottle of their new tequila. Oh, so even more exciting. reason to join Zikal. And that's this Wednesday, two days this from Wednesday. now. The 22nd? Yeah. So the 22nd. My I don't know if we'll release by then. I might, though. I'm okay. kind of on a roll with uh, I think you should just make it happen, Captain. <laughs> and just put it out there. I might. I released one last Thursday. Usually they come out Monday, but I'm like, okay. oh, right now it's just, uh, they're just coming out. They're just flying Good. out left and right. <laughs> I'm off the press. I'm doing a lot more interviews lately, so I'm just. Oh, that's great. It's fun. I'm like, here you go, people. This is cool. Listen to this. Um, yeah. I feel like people need something to do and things to listen to right now, so. For sure. Yeah, I keep cranking them out. It's fun. Okay. Well, cool. I mean, that'd be cool if you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, if not, then check it out on another Wednesday, even when you're not yes. going to get a fun, cool giveaway. It happens yes, totally. every week, you said. I mean, there's giveaways all the time. I like, I like to keep it interesting. I like, you know, to help Smart. people try new, new cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again. It's been really fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a great time talking with you and you've got some great insight and just a great perspective, I think. I love what you're doing and how you're approaching it. I think it's really healthy and um, it's just good for people to hear. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was great to talk to you and thanks for having me. You're welcome. We'll see you next time.